the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to another Woo. episode of the Gymnasium. It's me, XFL Jim, joined by my man. It is Chase, the Wolf of Oakland himself, Lupine Fiasco Sesums. I had a good weekend, man. What about you? It was a good one. It was a good one. Did uh early Valentine's Day with the wife because when you have kids and obligations during weekdays, um, Valentine's you know. Day is whatever day you can make it. That's right. That's what it's about. We're recording this on the actual Valentine's Day. All I did today was work. I got home. I feverishly, feverishly masturbated and then uh, had steak, just took a shit. Now we're recording. It's probably like a 7.2 out of 10 Valentine's Day. That's a pretty full day. That's, uh, that's I mean, I, I'm sure along the way that you uh, you cried. You I laughed. cried a little bit. So I, I did yeah. laugh because there was a point. So I'm still recovering from the Super Bowl meal where I had about three and a half hot links and a rack of ribs. So my stomach's just been like destroyed for the past couple days. Sounds rough. Yeah. Um, so I was taking one of my daily giant shits in a gas station during work. Yeah. The guy yeah. next to me might have been dying <laughs> in the stall. <laughs> oh, no. So I'm just there. I'm doing my business. I'm nonchalant uh, about five minutes into my deal. Guy comes barreling in. You can hear the door to the main part slam, oh, and then no. he runs into the stall next to me. And before the seat, before the door closes, his, he must have, like, thrown his pants up. It is destroying <laughs> the toilet. And I just, I couldn't hold in my laughter. <laughs> How did he it, take it? I, he didn't say a thing. I think he just wanted me to pretend like he wasn't there. But yeah. he just, he was like, he'd blow it up, and then you could hear him be like, Oh, you hear, you like heard the groans. It's like this guy's having a day. Godly, yeah. Once you when you can hear the defeated groan from someone, I'll tell you what. I uh, there was a, a gentleman who was doing a training at a place I used to work, and um, like he was all upbeat like on Thursday, and then no one saw him on Friday, and then like. I remember going into the men's bathroom and hearing the distinct noises of uh, a male weeping openly. Uh, it's because it's because homie had passed like it was passing a kidney stone at that moment. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's uh, a lot of emotion conveyed in men's restrooms. That's um, true. I've cried in a men's restroom before. Yeah, I mean horniness. That's got to be like top. That's you know. Top two. Two, at least, yeah. So sh- sh- Pain is probably number one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I pain, mean, when you're, when you're randomly shot uh, and you have to go and doctor yourself up, you don't go home. No. No, you go do it in a random men's, you know, dirty men's restroom. Yeah, you go to the dirtiest place possible. So you, yeah, you, you bring rubbing alcohol and way too tiny of gauze pad and you just doctor yourself up. You use all the paper towels. All of them. And then you just, like, make the sink just filled with blood. Do you yeah. bare-ass the toilets in public restrooms? Public, public? No. No, I don't. I don't raw butt it. Um, if it's, like, somewhere like work, where it's, like, I know everyone who poops in here. It's, uh, work I'll is, run. like, a second home bathroom. Especially if, like, so the place I work, the office I work, it's not, like, a bathroom with stalls. They're individual. Like, you just walk into the room and that's the bathroom. Right. Right. Uh, no, I I will I will build a, a, a fortified nest uh, under me in a public public restroom. You I know, like one, to live dangerously. 
fun. Can I, can I have story time? Yes, okay, story yes. time. Brief story. Uh, so I very much, uh, from you know a very young age up until maybe my late teens, early 20s, uh, had avoided doing any r- serious pooping in public uh, for you that You and me time. both. You and me both, brother. And so I was with my family. We were flying international to some island or something. And uh, I was in the DFW airport, and I had to light it up. It was a fact of life. It was happening. And uh, I go in. This is my first like serious like poop in a public place for most of the majority of my life. And I build, I get the seat thing, and I build my nest with it. And I sit down, and I'm like pooping, and I guess I like lean the wrong way, and the auto flusher hits, and it sucks the the seat cover out from under me, like a goddamn magic show. And uh, I was just there with my robot shame. I I went from never pooping in a public toilet ever. I I think one time I held it for two weeks. Yeah. Um, to like eventually hotels are fine, mm-hmm. and like. Main shared spaces with like people you work with or that you hang out with a lot are fine. Mm. To I just raw butt everything. I I took a raw butt shit in a park bathroom that didn't even have a seat. Oh no! It was just a metal prison toilet. Change of subject. No, no. <laughs> the last bit on that is the reason I I so you had your ritual. My ritual is the reason I wouldn't do it in public is I had to fully undress. So the one time I, I had an airport situation too, I was like 13, 12 or 13 years old. So I'm in like the handicap stall. And I took all my clothes off. <laughs> so the Please. Super Bowl happened. <laughs> so, yeah, so the Super Bowl, the superb owl. Um, you know what's How'd more, your, de- how'd you know your picks more do? Not good. Do you know what's more demoralizing than picking Josh Sweat to uh, – accumulate so many sacks that he would ascend, you know, ascend to heaven after the game. Uh, it was that uh, zero sacks happened in the game at all. That didn't that see that w- coming. That was the, I, I could not have been more wrong uh, than I was in that moment. Uh, the Eagles not winning. I thought the Eagles were going to win fucking Patrick Mahomes. I was, so my wife was asking me who I was going to cheer for, who I thought was going to win. I was like, you know, I, I want it to be the Eagles. I think the Eagles will win. And she's like, well, why Why do you, don't you want it to be the Chiefs? And I was like, well, the deal with the Chiefs is I'm afraid of Patrick Mahomes getting to a level of goatness where I will be forced to hate him for a mm. large portion of his career. That's it's. I have the same thing because I love Pat Mahomes. I loved him in college. He's a very – like he's so fun to watch. But once you get to a level – like, for me, the big thing, uh, Travis Kelsey at the end of the game being like, everyone doubted us. No one believed in us. It's like, no, you that's guys. Not, that's not true at that all. That doesn't fly. That doesn't stop it. I hate You're it when you do it. You're first or second choice in the futures I all year. When they did it, I hated it in college football when Kirby Smart did it with Georgia. Like, no. no not nobody no believes one, in you. No, everybody believes in you. Every, everyone. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone who ever said anything out loud believes in you. There is a difference between believe not believing in somebody and not wanting them to win. True. Very true. 
So for me, I knew exactly when the Chiefs were going to win, and that was when all the analysts pregame picked the on Fox. E- yeah, every single one. Which is interesting because I watched a lot of TV during that week and a lot of like prognostication, different shows. It was split 50 50 everywhere else. Everywhere else, like if you looked at what their analysts picked, it was like Eagles, Chiefs, Eagles, Chiefs. And they got to the Fox broadcast and the Fox crew, the Sean Payton and Gronk, the Denver Gronkos, mushed the hell out of the Philadelphia Eagles, which I think I that's who I should be mad. You know what? I was mad about various things. I'm not mad anymore at those. I'm mad at Fox, and I'm mad at Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, I'm mad at Fox and Terry Bradshaw as well. Yeah, he's he's like Fox's Lee Corso. Yeah, except he's got except, a one. He except except uh, like Kirk Herbstreet isn't there helping Terry Bradshaw through every single show with like subtle light reminders and stuff. <laughs> It's like, no, here, here you go, Grandpa. It, it's it, rough it's, for Coach. It's rough for the Sunshine Scooter these days. It is It is a little rough. The game itself was fantastic, though. I had a blast watching it. I was really hyped in the first quarter when uh, Kelsey and Brown got two quick touchdowns and Devontae Smith, all three of them, got a bunch of yards. My prop was looking good. Yeah. And then it died. And then it died. Um, I was excited because I got three of the four of the uh, anytime touchdowns on my my big prop same game parlay because I hit Pacheco, I hit Brown, and I hit um, Kelsey. All three anytime TDs that were. Who in that was your last one parlay. again? Miles Sanders, who was just MIA, just nowhere yeah. to be seen. I think he, I think he gets traded. I think he's done on the Eagles. You think so? I think so. I think they just roll with Gainwell because I think they would have to Gain- pay Sanders more. You you can just go Gainwell and Boston Scott. Not to mention Jalen Hurts also exactly. takes a lot of those rushing opportunities. That makes sense because I think most of the offensive line stays, and that's a big reason why they're so good at run, running the ball. Yeah. Do you think? Okay. He, seeing what we've seen today with the coaching moves in the NFL slash college football, uh, do you think that the Eagles uh, are destined to to return to the Super Bowl soon? So losing the defensive coordinator, I don't think is that big of a deal. Okay. The offensive coordinator might be. I don't. I want to see who they hire. I think they have all the talent in the world. Yeah. Still, because I don't think they're still in the the era. Because they're they're not paying paying Jalen yet. They're not paying Devonte yet. So they still have a good window of they can keep this roster together. They have to pay Jalen this off season though, right? Is it this season when he's? I'm I'm saying you probably get a fat extension after. Well, when's it, when's his rookie contract up? I think he's still got another year before they have to pick up his option or his fifth year option. I wonder. I think he I probably gets extended in the summer. I, if that's the case, I still think you have like a year or two of keeping this roster together. I think you got at least one more year, of Jason of Jason Kelsey. Yeah. I think after next year, he's probably done. Yeah. So go for it next year, Eagles. Damn it. What is Steichen going to do in Arizona with uh, Kyler Murray? Like, it's like not like you can run the read. Like, you don't have Lose. a quarterback who, who, can squ- who can squat gonna, 600 pounds anymore. You have Kyler. He's going to do probably the – well, it's the defensive coordinator that went to Arizona, right? I thought – hold on. Is it Gannon? No, yeah, Gannon went to Arizona. Steichen went to the Colts. 
Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Gannon went so to the, Col- the Cardinals. So Gannon on the Cardinals, I'll tell you what he's going to do. He's going to lose. Yeah, that's about right. It's going to be like I, I, I don't think I don't think he's that great of a coach. I think the Colts are set up pretty well. Who's like it's to it's to be seen what they do at quarterback. I bet you they go out and make a splashy draft pick. I mean, they they have to be up there for Bryce Young, Caleb. That's Williams. so. The owner said like actually verbatim that he he likes Bryce Young. Makes sense. So go another we'll Alabama see. guy. Go another undersized Alabama guy. We'll see how that turns. Maybe out. it'll work this time. At least he throws it with the right hand. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I. Overall, great season, great yeah. game, tainted by a call. It was probably the right call, but it was still, like, bad moment. Right. Because I hate it, even when they make the right call. If it's something they haven't really been calling all game, and they decide just to be like, oh, it's the last, like, five minutes of the game. Flag. I don't think Juju was ever going to get to that ball, is my thing. Like Maybe. I- I don't think he would have gotten there, honestly. I don't. I think the Chiefs win regardless, probably, because the Eagles in the second half couldn't do anything. No, I agree. That I agree with. But I don't think Juju. Can, yeah. I, they probably kicked the field goal right there. Like I don't think that Juju can actually. Uh, can Juju's actually a Super Bowl winning ball. player now. He is, and he's he's trolling homeboy who held him uh, he on Twitter with that with that Valentine. That was pretty good. I'll give him that. That was, it, that's low. That's super low, is what no that one is. has accused Juju Smith-Schuster of going high. That's also true. That okay, still like I read that and I was like, that's funny. Oh, he's gonna see that. Oh, his also, fam- he, he's got family, man. His family's gonna see that. Also, shout out Chad Henney now has as many Super Bowl rings as Peyton Manning. And hashtag more than, more than Aaron Rodgers. Hashtag anything is possible. More Super Bowl. Rings than Aaron Rodgers, tied with the Manning brothers. Oh, I believe it, he's also tied with Roethlisberger. And don't get it twisted. The man has got playoff snaps. He's gotten regular season snaps. He's not just a just a ring collector. He's an integral part of that team. He might be the definition of like a premier backup. Jim, anything is possible. Anything is possible. I I fucking love his like post game pictures of him just saying his retirement with beer in hand, just being like, I'm done. Yeah, I got two rings. It's done. Uh, lived the life to the fullest. And then what? Todd Monken makes the jump to uh, to the pros? I think that's a great hire. It's going to be interesting to see what Todd Monken does with, uh, well, if they even have Lamar. They might be dealing with a pocket passer next year. Maybe they're they maybe they uh, they're going to draft. Uh, <laughs> they're going to draft Stetson Bennett, boy. Bingo! It's that's, it's written in the stars now. That's exactly yep. how that's going to go down. Lamar's going to get traded. They're going to draft Stetson Bennett. Yeah, and then Stetson Bennett will play two years, and then he'll retire to his Chevrolet dealership. Exactly. Come on down to Stetson Bennett Chevrolet. What do you think of the halftime show? Uh, I'm thinking over three and a half months pregnant. Betters go cash them tickets. Uh, cash a baby. She was real bumped up, and uh, I thought it was really good, in fact. Um, I was very scared of, like, a Owen Hart, Blue Meanie situation <laughs> possibly going down. Yeah. I I saw a lot of the memes of, like, it looked like a Super Smash Brothers stage. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. It Which did. is it did. It, it was very funny. I thought it was a. I give it like a eight out of ten Super Bowl halftime show. I thought I, it was a nine. I give it a nine. I think it was really good. I don't think like the theatrics were anything crazy. Yeah. No guess, but Rihanna just went out. She played the hits, and damn it, she's got some hits. Yeah, and bonus point for the bonus Rihanna we got. You know, we had extra Rihanna that that performance, which I will never complain about. Never, ever. We we see you, Re. Any commercials catch your eye? No, they commercials have gotten. Uh, it feels like we build up Super Bowl commercials so much every single year, and I feel like the last few years we've had some super lackluster Super Bowl commercials. For me, there was only three memorable ones, but also I want to take this opportunity to like vent. Uh, stop showing your Super Bowl commercials before the Super Bowl. Yeah, Planners stop Peanuts. If, yeah. Also, if you had give me a QR code to scan no. to see the rest of your commercial, I'm not going to see the rest of your commercial. Three takeaways for Super Bowl commercials. One, stop showing them before the Super Bowl. That's Stop it. Stop it. That's number one by a landslide. Don't do it because it's not a Super Bowl commercial anymore. It's just a regular fucking commercial. Yes. Number two, uh, no QR codes. That's just you're, – you're making us, the consumer, work to want to know what your product is. No, we are and here to be gonna... mindless consumption machines. It's and, uh, a mindless eating machine of content. That's what I am. And three, uh, cool it with the celebrities. There's like yeah. way too many celebrity commercials that are just like, oh, it's a celebrity doing like a normal thing. Yeah. Well, Danny McBride, for example, like, I'm sorry. I, I don't know if Danny McBride is relevant enough for him to be the face of your your scent booster unstoppables. And I love Danny McBride, but no, like just oh. do a fun, do themed commercials, do like a fun theme and just roll with it. Like, the Ben Affleck Duncan commercial was terrible. The Danny McBride commercial was terrible. I remember maybe three ads from the whole thing. I remember the f- women's flag football ad, because that one was just fun. Yeah, it was fun. I remember four. I remember Jesus 2, Electric Boogaloo, the, like, billion-dollar Jesus ad. Yeah. I'm telling you, this Jesus series on FX is going to be killer. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's gonna, it, when he when he's banging Mary Magdalene, they're gonna have full frontal nudity. I hear it. It's going to be like a mix between uh, Justified and uh, Sons of Anarchy. I hear. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I remember the Bud Light commercial with just the two people dancing to the on hold music. That was just that, cute. That was cute. That was especially since it it was the the on hold music that everyone yeah. plays. Yeah. Oh, fan, it was that was great. Yeah, and I remember everyone remembers the Tubi commercial because it pissed everybody off. I don't remember it. It's I the must one have, where like, repressed it, it. It looked like they were back to Greg Olson and the booth talking about it was like fourth quarter or something like that, and then Tubi it it the commercial was them changing from the app. So anyone using like YouTube TV, it was the commercial was them changing from YouTube TV to Tubi. So it looked like someone just had a remote and changed the app. I don't like it when companies take direct shots at other companies. Have some class. Take the high road. I forget who owns Tubi. I think Fox owns Tubi. So speaking of of people of entities not taking the high road and taking direct shots at their competition. <laughs> what about the USFL completely ignoring the existence of the XFL? So USFL owned by Fox obviously had a lot of airtime, a lot of ad time during the Super Bowl, and they were tweeting up a storm. This is probably the most 
effort the USFL has put towards their advertising right. I've ever seen. Right. And they took shots at the USFL multiple times, being like, especially at the end where it's like, don't worry, guys. Seven weeks, real football's back. Yeah, only eight weeks until real football's back. I was like, you motherfuckers. Like, that's. I tweeted something to the effect of, I hate seeing mommy and daddy fight. Like, I want to love you both equally. I love the hate. I'm here for it. It's. I feel like it's going to make both leagues better. I feel like the players don't care at all. No, they don't. Um, it's just going to be fans just going back and forth. But the thing is, I think fans of the USFL, like the hardcore fans of the USFL are probably also fans of the XFL and vice versa. I feel like you need the XFL to purchase the last couple minutes uh, or the last couple seconds of that and then have like the rock kick in through a green screen and be like, it doesn't matter what your name is. If ESPN does the Super Bowl ever, then yeah. Yeah. It, it could be on ABC. It would be the ESPN on ABC. That's how they yeah, do it. They could do it. They could do it. But I like the shade throwing. Both leagues coming. XFL this weekend. Yes. There's already lines out. Yes. I already bet every game. I haven't I, looked at the lines yet. Give, give me. Give me. Okay. Just so give, I ha- give me. I'll, get, give, I'll me. give you my spreadsheet right here. Give me. Renegades minus two is my pick versus Renegades. the Vipers. Okay, minus two. Okay, I took under thirty-seven in that game. I, uh, I mean, und- unders all day. Yeah, in every mean, single game. Spoiler: unders and specifically first half unders every game. Every uh, game. Roughnecks versus Guardians. I took the Roughnecks minus two because I don't. It doesn't look like the Roughnecks. Uh, sorry, it doesn't look like the Guardians are starting DeAndre Francois. There's. I'm hearing some rumblings they might be starting Paxton Lynch. Or Quentin Dormady? Maybe. There's an or. I've seen the depth chart. There's an or yeah, between there's, all there's three or of those all names. Of them. Yeah. Uh, I took Battlehawks minus two versus the Brahmas because the Brahmas have named a starter and it's Jack Cohn. Jack Cohn. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not not thrilling. What row? For, any, for anyone who's watched Big Ten football or recent Notre Dame football, quarterback play of Jack Cohn has not been stellar. Did not excel. No, did not excel in college football. Um, but he's got that polish. He's got that Notre Dame polish. That the was it the Banana Utes? Was it he's, the Banana Utes? Yeah, he's he's good enough at throwing to tight ends. I guess that that he is. Yeah. I, and then I took next? the Sea Dragons plus one and a half versus the Defenders under thirty-seven oh, yeah. in that one. Oh, you might as well just hammer that on the money line too. Sea Dragons. I will. All the way. There's there's no money lines listed, but yeah, I will be taking the Sea Dragons money line. I don't expect that line to stay at plus one and a half. Yeah. Uh, and then I just parlayed every under. Where did uh, AJ McCarron go again? He's on the Battlehawks. I mean, I've got futures out there. My two futures are the Sea Dragons and the Battlehawks. I got the Roughnecks at like eight to one now, nine to one. Yeah, I'm at like I'm four really, to one, five to one on both of those. I'm really just balling that Cole McDonald has a great season that doesn't uh, yeah. trip over himself. We've got an XFL draft tomorrow, don't we? Yes, we do. XFL draft tomorrow, and then I assume we're going to be having XFL picks on the picks porch on Friday. Like, duh. No, duh. Yeah, duh. absolutely. Duh. Uh, I'll tell you what. I uh, I went I went in to make my team name for the XFL uh, Fantasy League that we're in, yeah. and I was like, all right, I got a good name. It's going to be X Gone Give It To You. And then I do it, and then I realize that someone else has already named their team 
X going to give it to you. The only difference was I had G-O-N apostrophe versus just G-O-N, which I feel like gives mine a little bit more street cred. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to change it. I'll change it. They were first. And uh, I am Lil Nas XFL now. That's that's really good, too. I think I will give Satan himself a lap dance for the number one overall pick, in which I will waste on TJ Hammonds. In hindsight, we should have all picked X gonna give it to you and just spelled it differently. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, Adam would lo- Adam Pelletier, <laughs> who's running this shindig, will lose his goddamn mind if that He happens. would hate us. He, he would, would hate us all. hate us. Yeah. Other thing that happened over this last weekend, though, UFOs, UF, uh, UFOs are back, people. Yeah, dude. Uh, I'll tell you what. It, it's really satisfying watching uh, UFO coverage on CNN and then flipping it over to Nat Geo and watching just blocks, hour blocks of uh, UFO programming. <laughs> I am Jim. I am all in on the existence of extraterrestrials. Did you see the reason why they're popping up so much more often now? They just changed the filtering on the on the radar. Exactly. Like they're like that's they just weren't looking uh, before. Like, but I'll tell first, you, the truth is out there, Jim. That first Chinese spy balloon comes over, and they're just like, "Oh, we found this. Uh, let's just change the radar filter Mother to be Parker. like, oh Son shit, bitch. there's so many of these things now. <laughs> they're everywhere. Yeah, man." Yeah, it's uh, it's either uh, aliens or the start of World War Three. Uh, either way, I wonder if we could bet on it. Listen, there's always an overseas book that will let you bet on a war. Also, if it's either one of those, I'm gonna be so pissed because something always has to happen to the XFL. 2020 yeah. was a goddamn pandemic. Yeah, pandemic. A pandemic to end the XFL. Exactly. Exactly. I I I have sources. And I'm getting to the bottom of it still. This year, if it's World War Three or aliens ruining this league for me, I don't know if I'll forgive life. I will fight yeah. God. Yeah. Hey, we got a scare last year with with a war in Ukraine. We thought might spill over to end the USFL. Like, and I feel like that was just like a show of force. That was just a, that was just a, a taste. Now that we have we're on the precipice of yeah. year long football. If that gets taken from me, yeah. I'm on Suey Watch. It's XFL or Salt Lake City. You choose. It's done. I get rid of Salt Lake. <laughs> get get rid of Utah. Get rid of the state of Utah for it. Wait, wait. We love Ute football. I love Utah. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love Utah. Speaking of, just as an aside, and we were talking about Notre Dame earlier. Did you Notre Dame couldn't outbid Utah for a coordinator. So that's, ins- that's insane. So Notre Dame loses their offensive coordinator. Yeah. Tommy they Reese. Don't, yeah, they lose Tommy Reese. Uh. Apparently, the brass at Notre Dame wouldn't like let Marcus Freeman like pony up the money to get Utah's offensive coordinator, which is the guy he wanted. Yeah. Um, I kind of maybe understand why Brian Kelly left, if that's the case. True. You'd think that they've got some like probably the deepest pockets in the country. Like it's possible that they they could theoretically have the deepest pockets in the country. They could like the alumni base is insanely large. Um, for like as private and wealthy as a school it is, but see, they also have this this thing going for them that like only other like huge schools have going for them, which is you can have never set foot on that campus and be just such a fan of the program that you make gigantic donations to them. Yes, they're, they're like a Vince Vaughn. Force. Vince Vaughn would have written the check for an OC. 
I don't understand if you're Notre Dame, like, am I overstating you, how well Vince Vaughn is living? No, I think he's fine. I think okay. out of all those people, I think he's doing better than like any one of those kinds of actors. Yeah. Apparently, the band Chicago comes and p- plays there all the time. Like, I don't think Chicago could afford to pay an OC. No, they could probably afford like a tight end coach. They maybe get like a like a you know washing machine. Speaking of uh, like OC and tight ends coaches as well, Maryland, Maryland, did you see that? Yeah, you have the Kevin, Sum- Kevin Sublin leaving to be co-offensive coordinator under Mike Loxley at Maryland. What are we like 60, 70 days away from the USFL and yep. the gamblers are now head coachless. Yeah, it's I I'm confident that they'll make a hire. They'll make a hire and I don't know if they can make a hire worse than Kevin someone. I don't it's going to be really hard to it's going to be really tough for the gamblers, I think. I don't know what's going on with all with all of their coaches leaving, but they need to they need to start locking if they see talent, they need to start trying to lock talent down. Well, the issue because we've seen how it looks whenever you have a, a poorly coached team Pittsburgh Maulers. Yeah, boy. I like I saw someone's take that's like not a good look for the USFL when a college can just snatch a coach like that. But my colleges rebuttal have, colleges pay better, man. Yeah, like I get it's a co OC job, it's not a head coach job, but especially at teams in the SEC and Big Ten, these schools have more money than God. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably double, at least double what he was making as a USFL coach. They have so much money to just throw around. And the USFL is in year two. Right. Like, it's not comparable. It's true. No, I agree. I mean, it doesn't... I mean, I agree, also agree that it doesn't look good, but I also... It doesn't look great, but it's it doesn't, understandable. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I agree. XFL coming, USFL here. UFOs ruining my life at the moment. Remains to be seen. They could also be here to give us like technological advances like they did... Uh, at the dawn of humanity, if you watch ancient aliens, ancient astronaut theorists say yes. <laughs> Maybe they'll have a football team. God, and they're all made up of like six foot eight dudes with alopecia. So it's, can, they're all lengthy and rangy. It's like a team of Jason Taylors. Damn, they'd be good. God, dude, if you gave me a 22 Jason Taylors. You wreck shit. You would wreck shit. Also, I don't think we mentioned the AFL's back, by the way. Arena Football League's back. Oh, wow. Okay. So much football. We're living in the era of forever football, Jim. Yeah, we have AFL and the Indoor Football League going on. Speaking of which, I do want to go to an Indoor Football League this year. That's a that's a goal of mine as well. Are the Iowa Barnstormers back? Yeah, they're back. So you, you can just dip over to Iowa. I can go to there for an AFL game, but Omaha has an IFL team, the Omaha yes. Beefs. Yeah, the beef. Yeah, oh, that's a name. That is a name, sir. I dig it. I'm here for it. I want to go to a beef game because it's just an easy weekend drive for me. It's 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 amazing. The the only thing I'm disappointed in is like since 2018 or 2017, uh, Grand Island, Nebraska used to have an IFL team, and they don't anymore. They used to have the Danger. The Grand Island Danger. That's That's what they were called. That's we had the we had an AF two, uh, you know the the minor league arena football team, uh, the Arkansas Twisters for a that's few a, years. Do, 
arena. Then we also had the names, Arkansas Rhinos for a little bit. Arena football team names are real good. They're second, maybe only to Japan. Yeah, I, like they're up there with like major league or minor league baseball team minor names. Minor league baseball, so good. Yeah, dude, those are the those are the winners of of all franchise names. The only other thing I did this weekend is I went to my first horse race of the year. I actually saw one live. And that, at, that's at funny because you, I, I think out because of I think it's Heiza, the Horse Racing Integrity and Safety Act. Something about it, like for some reason, they can't show Fonner Park anymore, like out of state. It's happening. Oh, yeah. it, it's the same with the tracks in Texas. Interesting. Yeah, I can't. I don't remember what the exact deal with it is. It's something about upset. It, it, it is to standardize like medication regulations, safety regulations, like basically like a federal thing as so opposed to a state by state jurisdiction. They'll only show tracks that meet like their their level. I I'm way oversimplifying it. I believe, but, but the best. That's the easiest way to explain it, though there's much more ins, outs, and what have yous. It was fun, though. I yeah. I did I did my thing where I didn't want to buy uh, a track card because they're like eight, six, eight dollars or something like that. And I was only there yeah. for one race. Yeah, I just picked a random horse. Yeah, it That's was fun. Go sometimes got yeah, in dude. second. There you go. I um one of my things that I always love about Fawner Park is like. These owners, like some of them, like a lot of them don't have silks. So it's like the, the jockeys are like trading around different colored, like windbreakers <laughs> <laughs> with each other for, for like what, you know, saddle, you know, saddle cloth color they're on. So like if you're on the three and you're on the seven next time, you're tra- trading the, the blue for the orange. Like it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, I, I like it. I like I've been, it. I've been making it a weekly trip. Like Fridays, I've been going to the casino. Just yeah. to like hit up the slots and roulette and whatnot, just like thirty, forty bucks. I hear and now. The, I hear the that, Fonz has some killer like drink, like hot dog, like specials to go along with the races too. They I do, and you know. they have a they have like a cool sports bar at the racetrack too. That's actually pretty decent. And I think now that the races are going on, that's just going to be part of my Friday routine. Is I'm going to go to the casino and also hit up a couple races. That's what I'm talking about right there. Because week one, and I think for the rest of February, I think they're only doing about six. Yeah. But after that, I think they're – I don't remember what the number they usually do once they bump up in the full season. For sure. Hell yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. to, like, consistently bet horses. All and, right. And, like, just sit in the environment of other people. Because, like, you're right. Watching people bet horses is maybe more entertaining than almost anything else on the planet. Yeah, dude. Yeah. we. Yeah. People have, like, their – fidgets and ticks and everything it's literally like watching a bunch of people watch a train wreck happen in slow motion so i was the one i went to in the time it went from when like the the one of the race closed before race six i was there for race six so the, the race closed in the time between that and the race going off i saw a man smoke a whole pack of cigarettes <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, it gets real. He's probably live to something big. Like he probably like tugged one out in the men's room also, which is why you shouldn't raw button those things. No, especially the ones at Fonda Park, because I'm pretty sure those stalls don't have doors. Woo! Yeah, that's what I'm talking about right there. Yeah, just shitting out in the open. I don't got anything else to talk about anymore. I'm I'm good too. I think I'm tapped out. Thank you all for watching, Chase. What do you got going on in life? 
Uh, I mean, I'm going to be headed to Vegas with this big galoot in a couple weeks. There'll probably be some content while we're out there. It's next week. It's next week. Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. I I bought our tickets today. Uh, 50 yard line. Uh, how much do you think the tickets were? Six bucks. No, they were pricier. They were 22 bucks a piece. I know. Break of the bank. I'm going to have to buy you a lot of breakfast specials. Cashman's field. We're going to hit up South point for sure. It's going to be a, bomb ass time that's what i'm talking about boom uh and Y'all then you can check out the the horse racing pod on the sports gambling podcast network the notorious otp be doing a show tomorrow got a show friday got a show two shows a week most every week check that shit out everybody y'all know where to find me at xfl gym everywhere all the time i got my team previews i think i'm just gonna release all my team previews on thursday and then i'm gonna do my week one plus season hype video on friday and, uh, yeah, find me with Uncle Rico Wednesday for Spring Fever. We're going to be breaking down XFL, too. It's going to be a blast. And uh, everyone stay safe out there. Yeah. Uh, toilets and bathrooms, just keep an eye out. That's that's all I got to say. Be aware. Look, be listen, aware. live. Yeah. <laughs>